Unarmored Talk presents Mom and Unborn Child Left to Die, The Miracle, with today's guest, Susanna Del Carmen. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for all your support in 2020, 2021. And in 2022, continue to hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel at Mario P. Fields YouTube. Subscribe to that playlist, Unarmored Talk playlist, and leave that late rating and review on the Apple Podcast homepage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Happy New Year. This is the first episode of 2022, and we got amazing guests today. Susanna Del Carmen is an amazing guest. She's amazing. She's done some amazing stuff. I mean, if you follow her on Facebook, I mean, I'm telling you, your Twitter or whatever, your handle is going to be all motivated and pumped because of all the energy that she brings. Susanna, welcome to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Thank you so much, Mario. It's my pleasure to be here. No, nah, it's my pleasure. She's actually, where, where are you located at right now, Susanna? Uh, I am um, at the countryside of Normandy, west of Paris, France. <laughs> La- ladies and gentlemen, global, right? Yeah, yeah she, I got to tell her because because the, we won't say what time it is, but she's so, <laughs> she's so dedicated. I think it's like midnight over there. <laughs> Close. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, right. it's wonderful. You know, I don't live uh, too far from the D-Day beaches, so uh, you know, historically, it's a very interesting place to to be and to discover wow. from the angle. Well, tr- truly appreciate you. Can you tell the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So I'm Susanna Del Carmen. I um, I work as a diversity trainer, a leadership coach and um, career development coach uh, specialized in multicultural and international teams. Mm. So intercultural communication and international work has uh, been my thing since I was a teenager, basically. (laughs) I've been working with inclusion and diversity from different angles, Um, but in the corporate world, mostly um, with international trade, um, and in international finance administration and HR for multinationals. So once again, uh, we're in the deep international, <laughs> and that's my, you know, that's that's my thing. I love foreign languages. I love, dif- you know, uh, discovering different cultures and um, learning about other people and from other people, and then giving back to um, to my community worldwide. Yeah. Well, yeah. You- well, you, you mentioned, I mean, that's amazing. My hat's off to you. But, you, you know, you mentioned giving back. You know, I, again, I, I had a chance to get to know you over the last few months. And, and, and I watched what you're doing. And, and you're really involved in giving back. You know, people see this smiling face. People see you just giving back on a global scale. But, but what, what made you, what made Susanna compelled to dedicate her life to give back to the world? Big question. <laughs> so it's always been um, a huge, huge value for me, this giving back thing. Um, so what you all should know about me is that I was born in Chile mm. in, the, in the 70s. So during the Pinochet uh, era of, yeah, you know, civil um, civil war, um, well, civil war, yeah, you can say that, uh, but it was this uh, dictatorship that set the country on fire. Um, you know, a uh, human's life wasn't worth very much. Uh, people got massacred, tortured, mm. uh, 
yeah, you know, human life wasn't wasn't worth a penny. So um, I come from a, a very complicated um, situation from the beginning, and I had the chance to be adopted uh, by a Swedish family. So I flew when I was only a few weeks old, I flew across the world and came to the north of Sweden, not even south of Sweden, the north of Sweden near the polar circle, the Arctic circle. So um, I grew up there uh, in the, you know, big, big woodlands of northern Sweden, uh, where everybody were tall and blonde and blue eyed. And so, you know, that's what the last, you know, the social landscape looked like. And, and there was yeah. <laughs> and for our listeners, just so you know, for our listeners, go on the YouTube channel and watch the video so, so you can see why, you know, Susanna, you know, said that that essentially she she stood out like a, well, I'll use the cliche, sore thumb. But uh, <laughs> so, so here you are now, right? You're in this place where nobody looks like you. Yeah. So the thing is that I I was aware since I was a little girl uh, how lucky I was and that I, you know, I knew, always knew where I came from because my adoptive parents, they, they began telling me bits of my story uh, when I was ready to understand, right? So, um, so that gave me the sense of responsibility to give back because I have never been able to uh, forget where I came from. And so, um, I've always been solidary with minorities because I'm also a half um, American Indian uh, from the Mapuche uh, community um, uh, in the Andes between Chile and Argentina. Mm. So um, I've always been solidary with minorities and uh, with people in, in difficulties, vulnerable people. Um, all over the world, not only, you know, not only in South America, but um, globally. Yeah. Uh, because I believe that you don't choose where you are born. I wasn't, I didn't choose to, to be born there. Um, and, and nobody is, uh, you didn't either. I mean, that, right. that's, you know, we are conditioned, right? And, uh, and our communities are conditioned. Some communities are, are um, better set up than others. Um, so, my goal uh, in whatever I do um, is to to make sure that I do everything I can to help um, different communities and different people in all parts of the world to thrive and to open opportunities for them. Um, right. Especially on the global job market. So yeah, you, people it, to you know established um, career people to kind of make the world a smaller place where we all can come together and learn from each other and get right. better and be more performing together. Right. Now, Susanna, you, you mentioned, which I think was interesting, and I would like to, 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 to talk about that. You, you mentioned that your adopted parents, which, which I commend them, mm -hmm. they made it a point to, to communicate to you what was going on how you ended up adopted um, and, 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 and how this happened in connecting you to Chile and, and your, you know, your, your family. What, what in that communication made you go, oh my gosh, when they started to tell you about how you ended up where you are today? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it goes it goes back uh, to actually to the um, to my uh, to to my grandmother. There is a um, this um, I don't know. Like some people believe in that, but um, there 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 are some um, inter um, what it, what do they call it again? Um, intergenerational trauma um, that that you know goes um yeah it can continue for generations uh until it's until it's broken and i made it my goal since very young that i would be the one to break that cycle right, right. because um now for me it was a very good thing uh to be um given away for adoption um so you know some people would say oh it's bad to give a baby away but it, that's a huge gray zone because you can never know what a person uh, is living and the condition that they're right. living. I think that if a mother chooses to give away her newborn baby, uh, it's because that person has a reason that they firmly believe in. Um, and we always do the best with the information we have and the belief that we have about ourselves. Uh, and she told me later on, because I, I, I am now in contact with her, and so I know her, and she mm -hmm. always told me that that is what she thought was the best for me. Right. Uh, she didn't feel that uh, she was able to, to care for me uh, in a good way. And you, um, and you think about it, too. At the time, you had dictatorship. You had mm -hmm. these atrocities going on. You know, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, good point. You got these atrocities going on. You have things going on with that mother. Your mother said, you know, I, I hope, I believe that if I make this tough decision, an emotional one, mm -hmm. that one day my daughter will be successful somewhere in this world. Yeah. And, oh, and far away, you know, in a, in a country where. Yeah. Have a good life. She will have education. She she won't. She won't be a slave because my mother was actually a slave. So you see, I'm not old, but slavery exists uh, right. in the world even today, right? So, um, so this, um, you know, intergenerational trauma began with my grandmother giving my mother up um, uh, for the, you know, um, uh, for the social. Um, services uh who put her in an orphanage uh where she was um well it's a long story but basically she she was taken away from there um she was trafficked and she ended up um mm. a domestic slave from the age of five um in a in a family that maltreated her um in abused her in every way possible right and so she she didn't know the world she had never had a mother figure um she everything just happened to her and she wasn't empowered anything um she didn't believe in her in her own power because she had never um she had never had that mm -hmm. so so yeah definitely she thought that the best thing to do was to give me away so that i could get far away from the situation that that she was in. Yeah, what a, you know, what a tough, I, I would have never known that, Susanna. I mean, you know, from the time I've met you, I feel like I've known you since 1912. 
But from the time the time I've met you, I would have never known, you know, that that you were adopted and 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 your mom made probably one of the toughest decisions I believe any mother could make. Yeah. I mean, you were you were actually lucky that to meet me because I wasn't supposed to be living. I wasn't supposed <laughs> Right. Like I told you uh, before, um, but I'm uh, I'm sharing this with our listeners. Um, I um, I came into this world uh, with a you know backdoor pass. Um, I I wasn't supposed to survive long enough to see the light of day, uh, because I came from um, a relation that was interracial. Um, my, my mother being of indigenous um, background. And, um, and so, um, yeah, I was just an accident that shouldn't have happened. And uh, uh, so the, the family where she was uh, enslaved uh, at the time when, when I, where I was conceived, um, they wanted her to abort me, but she said that, no, she's a, you know, she, she's a firm Catholic, uh, believer and she didn't uh, want to sin against uh, God so she she didn't uh, although it was a painful situation for her the way that it all happened but she didn't want to uh, to to um, take me away so basically what they said was well in that case we will get rid of you both that way we don't have any problem with none of you wow <laughs> Um, so they, um, yeah, they, um, they beat her until they thought that she was dead. Uh, and then they threw her out, uh, in the streets. So, um, she was found, um, she woke up, she, she, I don't know how, how long, she doesn't know how long, for how and, long. And she, she and, there, and she, and she's pregnant with you. Yeah, yeah. But by miracle, um, she survived and somebody found her lying left for dead uh, in a gutter uh, and took her to this uh, women's shelter where we were taken care of. And um, a month or so, a month or so later, I came to, to the world. Um, but she was broken. She had nobody. Um, she didn't have anything. <laughs> she didn't have any family. And so she didn't know even where to go to have a, um, a roof over her head. So she thought that it was best to to give me away, and um, and I, I absolutely I absolutely believe so um, because when I see um, when I see today what other close family members have become, um, it's it's misery, it's poverty, it's um, uh, abuse, prostitution, drugs, etc. So um, you know um, sometimes people have choices. Um, only some people have a larger spread of choices than, than others to, to make it, to survive. And, you know, just to, to, yeah, just to make it plainly, you know, they, they cannot aspire to anything else than to just, you know, stay alive. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was my big, big, big chance in life, uh, yeah. that I got to, uh, that I got to grow up in Sweden, in this idyllic place with loving parents. I had education. I had everything that, you know, a child could, you know, ever want. Uh, I was spoiled. I was a lonely child. 
Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, and I grew up uh, in, a, in a very um, close community. Some say that it takes a village to raise a child. And in my case, it was kind of that uh, because I grew up in a little country village where everybody knew each other. Uh, all the parents cared and, and, and fostered the, the others. We all went, went to the same church. Right. Um, really, really a close community. Um, and with, you know, with strong and positive leaders. Right. My interest for, you know, community building and leadership and, and positive, um, yeah, positive um, choices in life uh, was, you know, largely inspired by, by my childhood. Yeah, I, you know, I, I have a couple of heroes. I mean, I can name them on one hand. But your, your mother um, is one of my new heroes, Susanna. And, 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 um, and you're right. The listeners and viewers are lucky, and I'm lucky to host you because you, by science, technically you you shouldn't even be here. And and I like I like how you talked about you know the choices. I mean, Unarmored Talk podcast is designed to help listeners and viewers understand we're all emotional, we're humans, but it but 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 to think is a choice. And and I like how you thought through things. You didn't go woe is me. You know, you, you know, you didn't say, I want to get back to Chile and, and do this and that. You said, I want to, you know, the way I'm going to honor my mom or the way I'm going to honor those who don't have lots of choices is, is I'm going to do, I'm going to choose to do what I can um, to, to give back to those who are disadvantaged. And, and I applaud you for that. The, the, the last question I have for you today is at any time, you know, you're so positive. But at any time, did depression or sadness creep in? And when it does, how do you get through it? Yeah, sure. I, it does. Um, because it's a complex situation. And yeah. there are many mixed feelings. This is, I mean, life is a process. Um, we figure ourselves out. We never finish. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, things happen and, and circumstances, you know, arrive and, you know, and that's life. Um, so, sure. I mean, um, I think everyone has ups and downs. Um, and um, my, my journey and dealing with my, my adoption and the story around that has been so, yeah, it, it has been so mixed. Like, I have days when I think, oh, I'm so happy. I'm the luckiest person in the world. Look how right. blessed I am. And then uh, another, at another moment, I, I, I feel, you know, I, I feel sad for, you know, for my biological family. Right. They had to struggle how, you know, how my mom was, was nearly beaten to death um, because of me. And um, so it, you know, so the fact that I like I was the one that got away, um, but not in the traditional sense, right? I was <laughs> I was the one to escape, you know, right. from the conditions. <laughs> um, uh, so um, yeah, so that is kind of also a burden that you have to wear, like this yeah. metal jacket that you you know that you. That you need to hold up um and also 
Um, and, and also it's a sense of both of responsibility, um, as I said earlier, that I feel that it's my responsibility to give back. But at another, you know, on the counterpart, it's also a little bit of guilt because mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to, you know, I wasn't supposed to be this but, lucky one, you know, why me, right? Why not somebody else? Yeah, but you, um, it, but I think it's also something that that kind of follows me around. Yeah, but, but but I will tell you, Susanna, you you just just my belief. I believe you do an amazing job with understanding that emotion of guilt, accepting that emotion of guilt, but then then thriving, right? Choosing to thrive do, through it, which I think is is amazing. It, you know, if you had to give our listeners and viewers any advice, you know, looking back, reflecting back. If you had to give them any advice, what, what would you give them? Um, I, would, I would say just accept what's happened mm. and accept to learn through the process. Yeah. Um, we will never be perfect. Nobody is perfect. Uh, we can only try to make the best of what we have and build ourselves and build others because we never grow alone. We can't grow alone. Everything that has lifted us to where we are today is always because of other people. It's always thanks to other people. It's thanks to... Um, other people's um, choices. Also, we do our own choices, but but other people make choices, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Uh, and in that case, what we can do is do the best with what we have to to you know keep the narrative moving forward, yeah. so that we never, so that we never move backwards, but we can help each other as a whole to, you know, to advance to together. So, right. Uh, like keeping, keep, keep each, keep each other open-minded by, uh, by sharing with each other, our stories, our journeys, for example, like you doing this podcast. Um, I hope somebody will take something away from my story and, and that they can bring them forth uh, in their journey, or think about something that they uh, had have insight about that they can teach to somebody else. So I, 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 I see life as a circuit. As yeah. We everything is recycled, and everything continues. Nothing is ever lost. I, it all lives in <laughs> somewhere. No, Susanna, I, 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 you know, we haven't even produced it yet. I think you've already accomplished that just with me. You know, so so you, you can rest assured after we stop the cameras that your goal has already been achieved uh, <laughs> with, with Mario P. Fields. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard from Susanna. I mean, what what an amazing story and would have never known from the, the 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 rough beginnings to now. Here she is. She's 24 years old. You know, the deal my mom taught me. You never never <laughs> took somebody's age. 
Yes, and and it has been a lot of years now that I <laughs> You know, you guys always got to put that humor in there. But uh, hey, Susanna, before I let you go, how can people find you on social media? Um, I have a Facebook page, uh, Susanna Del Carmen. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn as Susanna del Carmen Hedstrom, uh, where I've added my, my Swedish family name. Um, and I have also a website, uh, which is uh, www.diversityperformance.com. And there's where you can find me and, and know more about me and what I do. Nice. Well, I'll continue to stalk you. I mean, I'll continue to follow you, Susanna. And again, thank you so much for what you're doing on a global scale. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, we'll see you later and God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. Truly appreciate your support. And don't forget to leave that rating and review on the Apple Podcast homepage. Go on our YouTube channel. It's a growing channel. Subscribe and watch these videos when you get a chance. Take care.